basically uh, like soccer, but you kung fu the ball and each other, <laughs> I believe. You absolutely nailed that. It's <laughs> exactly that. I don't want to know the mechanics of kung fuing each other. <laughs> I think well, that- first you kung them and then you foo them. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's cheesiest gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined as usual by Kieran Verbruge. Hello. Jordan Garcia. I'm lactose intolerant. And Adam Ryan. Hello. I can eat cheese. Nice. You were... Quick question uh, for you all. Mm. In your morning wake-up, what do you have? Full cream, light milk, or almond milk, or goat milk, or something? Something even more? Full cream, but uh, lactose-free. Is that a thing? Mm. Yes. Well, Is it go. really? Yeah, right. Yeah, just regular milk, but with the lactose removed. What's that Do you like? remove it yourself, or...? <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> You've got milk that tastes like real milk. <laughs> you, get a, you get a delactator, oh, and you... Um, <laughs> So I just thought you'd put it through a sieve or something. I've got one of those as well. Um, <laughs> no, you've got a... Re- no. Um, <laughs> Good. Yeah, you know, it just tastes, like, just tastes like real milk, which yeah, is what nice. we all want. Jordan, what do you roll with? I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of milk, so none of the above. You just go black? Yeah, Wait, pretty do, much. Do you even drink coffee? Seldom, but when I do, it's just black. Okay. I was, yeah, to be fair, I don't have that much in my, my coffees. I like them pretty strong. Adam, you're a... What are you? you you're a, I reckon you're a full cream guy. I, I prefer full cream. Uh, Key is an almond milk fan, and yeah. I'm also very beastly careless. Milk is milk, so... Is it, though? What, I, it doesn't bother me. Whatever's... Like Kieran, I don't really have much milk in my coffee. It's just kind of like a, a little dash, so it doesn't oh. bother me too much. Whatever's in the fridge, mate. Are are you guys the type of people to ruin tea with milk? No, fuck off. No no way. Interesting. Interesting Oh, you are then. That's you. I don't. Well, I don't drink tea, but all the teas that I've made uh, as a child, slaving away for my parents who clothed me and fed me, um, yeah, like they all had milk. So your parents, parents were big on milk in their tea. Wasn't yeah. It wasn't like a a lot. lot. It was like a dash. Like, just like a dash of milk. A dash can be acceptable in certain so it's like, teas. You know, Don't get me wrong. So it's like yeah. 93.6% tea. Yeah, but I mean, uh, your standard black tea, you're not going to put milk in. That's just gross. Nah. Well, they didn't, well, they didn't drink black tea. They, they drank the old... Uh, Chuck and the Tetley's. Or in, in, yeah. English breakfast or whatever the fuck you do. Look, you... I'm not going to judge, but that's fucked. <clears throat> All right, one more. <laughs> I'm not going to judge, we, but here's me judging. <laughs> one before we go to uh, uh, why we're here, but uh, Milo, surely mm. we're all big, big fans. Yeah. Yeah. Do you go Milo first, milk second, or milk first, Milo second? Glass of, glass of cold milk and five scoops of Milo on top. Interesting. Yep. Okay. I'm happy yep. with the five scoops. 
but I'm a I'm a Milo first guy. Yeah, look, I hate to I hate to agree with Zach because it's usually we all do the wrong thing. Um, <laughs> but I, the man's right. Like you think any other any other drink, you do like a, a hot chocolate from a, a sachet mm. or a packet. You're chucking that in first. You want it to mix around. Yeah, yeah. I completely uh-huh. understand that logic, but I like to do the Milo afterwards so I get more of the crunchy surface on the top. That's understandable. Pretty much, uh, like I'll just have a glass of milk, put the Milo on top, eat the Milo, and then drink the <laughs> like like bland milk afterwards. <laughs> have you ever? All right, I've got something for you as well. Sorry, sorry, games. You you just gonna have to wait. But have you ever gone? Double, talk about games. Have you ever gone Nesquik, then then Milo, and then milk? No. no. Should, Pretty uh, sure that's illegal in most states. Yeah, give it a try. I think you. It's good. Yeah, that's good. Nesquik. You know, you know where Milo is really popular in the Philippines. Yes. Did are you gonna say what I think you're gonna say? What about how they have like a Filipino Milo and an Australian Milo? Uh, no. I'd have called Milo. Just by the way. Well, then I don't think you were always gonna say what you thought I was gonna say. Well. Okay, you go. Do you have any more to add to that? Uh, no, I was just shocked because I play with a lot of people in like the Philippines and Singapore for Final Fantasy. I was shocked at how crazy they all are about Milo. Right. No, I was going to say um, uh, there was an ad that went around recently, but uh, I think McDonald's in Malaysia have like uh, like ice Milo, uh, my, Milo, Milo like lattes mm. and like ice Milo drinks. They like Ooh. they look amazing. Wait, are they not that. a thing here? I thought that was... No. Oh, no. Well, fuck. No. Nah. Yeah. I was keen on that up until you've just broken See, my See, Milo is widely adopted in Australia, but more like a subculture rather than like a core culture. Mmm. Mmm. Get on the Nesquik. Nesquik bottom. Trash. Milo next. Try it. It'll change your life. And you'll probably get diabetes, but... Uh, worth it. <laughs> Sorry. So Milo themed games, <laughs> video games. Um, who's been playing them? We've got a little, little bit to talk about tonight. Not not a a great deal, but a little bit. Uh, who's been playing? What Jordan? Your review free. What have you been doing? Uh, I played a little bit more of Monster Hunter Rise. I did play, I think, probably about half of It Takes Two on the weekend with my cousin. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, How'd that go? So good. That game is so good. Yeah. There there are so many ideas in this game that I was just like, wow, this is freaking excellent. And none of them How- are half-baked. Like, No, it's just- that's the surprise. Like, they're not there for a crazy amount of time, but they feel fully fleshed out. It's crazy. But, uh... Outside of that, uh, not much else really. I've been packing because I'm moving this weekend. Mm. How is the uh, packing going? Uh, You know, stressful. Uh, I'm kind of concerned about how my cat's going to take the move because cats are very territorial. Mm. And seeing your cat in an off mood is never a good thing. Mm. But uh, it's just something we'll have to deal with when when it happens. I'm sure he'll bounce back after a week. Just give a... A glass of Milo. I'm sure he would absolutely love just having a glass of milk. <laughs> but, uh, can cats eat Milo or drink Milo or whatever it is? I don't think no, it's recommended. It's, it's, it's chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I know the dogs can't drink Milo. Uh, the cats can't have chocolate either. Well, they can't? Okay, well, sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry for not being a vet. <laughs> but uh, it's also not good for them <laughs> to have like cow milk either. They need to have like proper cat milk if you're going to give them milk. Mm. Where's that come from? A cat, mate. What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> it's in the name. Oh, yes, I Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. That, that, oh, that girl on the top said list the dumbest questions asked on the podcast. Don't worry. It, 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 it was something Yeah, else. no, no, no. no. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of what it was. You um, leave that alone. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, nice. Adam, what, what, what have you been uh, playing? Uh, not heaps. Keno have played a little bit more of It Takes Two. Um, we haven't progressed all that much further. Uh, mm. But aside from that, I re-downloaded the Batman Arkham Collection because I've been in the mood to play that. I watched the Snyder Cut of Justice League today and it got me in the DC mood. Uh, so I re-downloaded that. I'll probably play some of that tonight because those games are excellent. Uh, and then I've been playing a game for review, but apart from that, that's pretty much it. What do you think of the Snyder Cut? Uh, I loved it. I okay. did not vibe with the theatrical release that came out in 2017. It was just a bit shit all from start to finish. It didn't know what it wanted mm. to be because of the, the whole two director thing. It tonally was all over the shop. Um, and then compared to the Snyder cut, which is four hours long, it felt like it went by no pun intended in a flash because it was just legitimately pretty great. Hmm. Nice. Nice one. Well, I've not played much. About the shocker. Apart from review games. So, uh, I got nothing to really add to that. I played a little, little bit more Sackboy. <clears throat> and a bit, bit more of it, it takes two, but yeah. Apart from that, I'm uh, yeah, haven't really touched it. Karen, how about you? How about me? I think the only thing I've played uh, other than review stuff or preview stuff is the game that you and I spoke about briefly. Bit a bit of Paradise Lost. Well, what do you what do you think so far? <laughs> uh, some of the environments look cool. Mm. Uh, that's about it. You know how I said, "Oh, it's only eighteen bucks," and you were like, "Yeah, yeah okay, eighteen bucks. That's probably worth it." Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not, not worth it. Okay. Right. So <laughs> um, what did you score it again in the end? I gave it a six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's about that. Like I, Good. I want, I want to, like the 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 atmosphere is really cool. Mm. Uh. And the the world is kind of like the world is cool and the world building is cool, but like everything else just gets in the way of all of that. Yeah, and like, like and do you see how he walks like a fucking mech? Like he oh sounds like a truck. Like, yeah, and slowly as well. So yeah. like, <laughs> I honestly like had to keep looking down at my legs to make sure I was a person and not something like <laughs> fucking did, Amazon warehouse robot like wandering around. Did like do you uh, did you notice any sort of like? Not like motion blur, but maybe like, I don't know if it is motion blur, but like when you turn a bit, like it does give you a bit of like the, I don't know how yeah, to explain it. Yeah, there's a bit of like a screen shake, not screen yeah. shake, but yeah, I get what you mean. There's a bit of like artifacting and stuff. I don't think that's intentional. 
No, and it makes you not feel sick, because, like, that's fine, but, like, it makes... It's, like, oh, it feels, yeah, like, weird mm. to process. Yeah, it's quite well. disorienting. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not the best, like, feeling game to mm. play. Uh, mm. And the voice acting <laughs> is really <laughs> bad. Like, the first couple of scenes, mm. like... Uh, well, the mom's I was okay. like, I don't know what he's talking about. Like, yeah, they have accents, but is yeah. this just him being racist again? Yeah. Um. But no, it's it's bad. Once you start, once you meet that other character. Yeah. Yeah. When like like the intonation and like the like the timing just it's feels, all wrong. Yeah, like it just feels off. Like like they're talking over the top. Well, but yeah, it's yeah. like they've just gone. Yeah, I haven't yeah. timed it well. Yeah, you you were um, right. Like they, I I think I would have preferred if they just used you know gone with their native tongue and subtitled yeah. it. Yeah. Because you know, like a they might they might deliver it better in their native language, and then b, even if they didn't, I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. Which is specific to people who speak English and and are playing it, I guess. But you know. Yeah. Plus, I'm yeah, sure like that a, they a, had it in English because they expected that to be the wider audience. Yeah, um, but still, like, why wouldn't you get someone who's yeah. Better at English. Yeah, I, I don't guess. know. Um, and like, yeah, like so some of the writing's a bit, <laughs> a bit crap as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, nice. All right. Well, yeah. let's jump into the reviews. Um, I've been reviewing a game called The Fabled Woods, uh, which is a like a mystery uh, short story narrative game from from Cyber Punch Studios and Head Up who did uh Trooper Brook. So shout outs to shout outs to them. Uh yeah, so this game I played the demo I think a couple no, last year. Uh and I think I pretty much slammed it on the podcast saying it was junk. I couldn't I couldn't figure it out. Um but it's different. Like it's I mean it's the same environment but um yeah, like it, I think the the gameplay, like the mechanics are a little bit different. So it has changed a bit. And I did think that perhaps there was like a bug or something that stopped me from progressing because, yeah, I just couldn't figure it out to go forward. Anyway, so yeah, I've been playing that. It goes for about 90 minutes to two hours. So it is very, very short. Um, and basically you're set in these, the woods. Uh, and the game's narrated by one of the by a character named Larry, and he's sort of uh, you're basically there to uncover what went on in these woods. And there's like th- three, three or four different little um, uh, pieces to this, or little chapters, if you want to call them that. So each, so four different people um, have their own chapter kind of thing, and you have to investigate uh, each each little section of this forest or, or the woods figure out like what happened and then it all sort of blends together in like a big overall story um each little like sequence is fine like each story is actually pretty cool um it just sort of does, just doesn't really all come together it feels a bit rushed at the end uh i guess with like shorter games like here and you would know because you've played a lot of those games as well but if you kind of try to cram too much in in such a tight uh, runtime and trying to make the player feel something like you got to do it right or it just doesn't it just misses and this is kind of what this game does like a game like Edith Finch for example uh, that was a bit longer that was about four hours I think or three hours or something like that it just gave it a little bit more time to kind of 
have more of an impact. And I, and you know, the game was probably better written and and um, played. Um, here you have to so you you go to like an area you have like one mechanic pretty much, and that's you push uh, the square on the controller, and it basically turns everything to like this like uh, dark glowing red kind of color, and just says follow the clues. It never sort of ex explains it very well, which is a bit of a, a down thing, but it is quite simple to figure out. You kind of just got to follow the clues, but it took me like a little bit to kind of figure out like what I had to do. And when you push this button, it goes for maybe like 15 seconds or so. And the annoying thing is that you can't uh, get out of it until it runs out. So, you know, like how in like some games, how you can turn on like a, I don't know, like what's a like What's a detective a, mode or like yeah. a... Yeah, and yeah, then you yeah. can kind of push the circle or whatever to like mm. get back out of it. And you can keep sort of seeing this one, you can't do that. It just, one, once That's you annoying. activate it, it runs and then it comes off. That would like uh, actively stop me from doing it. <laughs> and you slow down. Your walking speed gets slower oh. when you're in this mode. Um, but you walk relatively, like it's okay. But yeah, anyway, so you go investigate clues. Like it's all pretty basic. It's all pretty light. Um, yeah, it just sort of just doesn't sort of come come together uh very well each sort of story and the actual overall story is uh, pretty pretty good just yeah that that just tries to do too much in short time frame like i reckon if they gave it another hour maybe even like another two i reckon you they probably would have been a bit like a bit better because you could have fleshed out these little sequences a bit better because they kind of just all feel rushed like you just look like you finish one and they're all pretty sad like they're all pretty they're not like positive sort of stories there like stuff that's gone down in these woods kind of thing and you know you kind of go you move on you know you finish one and then you're on to the next one you kind of like you just forget kind of um but anyway it's yeah i think i think it's like 20 bucks on like steam and it's on sale as well which for like a 90 minute two hour game feels expensive um yeah i gave it a five it's good. Um, it looks pretty. It looks the these these woods look very 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 nice. I was playing it on my PC, uh, just with a shitty old 1070 now. Um, but on the beefier cards, it supports like DLSS and ray tracing and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, hmm. Fabled Woods, check it out. Don't check it out. Well, you can check the review. Right. Don't, nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kieran, you've review. also done. No, you didn't do a review, did you? You just did a preview. Mm. Yeah. I mean, a preview is one letter away from being a review. Yeah, it is. It's a review, but with more P. <laughs> and it's not final. You can't give uh, final scores in previews. Uh, Cannot. Otherwise, you, you get a spanking. Absolutely. So what's your score? Uh, it's a <laughs> 16 out of... Uh, oh... Nice. Craig. <laughs> See you, Craig. Craig right. was like <laughs> fucking Milo talk. Now they're trying to score previews. Get out of here. Out. Done with this crew. <laughs> All right. What have you been uh, previewing? I've been previewing. Uh, I have to li literally go and look up the fucking. You don't have to say the, the title. title. No, I'm doing it. Oh. I, play, I, I previewed uh, Near Replicant version 1.22474487139 ellipses. Dumbest fucking name ever. It's great, but I've, I'm sick of writing it. Well, I'm sick of copy-pasting it from the first time I wrote it. 
She said her macro, so when you type the name, you know, <laughs> it types the entire thing for you. Uh, shift six nine, and then it types the title too. Surely, yep, there you go. Do you reckon you could remember that the number, or would you have to like? Copy I reckon. I reckon anyone working on the game remembers it and hates themselves for it. Mm. Um, right. but uh, on more positive, on a more positive note than the title, uh, I uh, yeah, I got to. I have to write up a little preview on some select uh, sections of the upcoming, I guess they, they're not calling it a remaster, they're calling it an update, uh, hence the title, to the original Nier game, um, which for anyone who wasn't around, wasn't into gaming when this came out, uh, was called two things, or three things, depending on where you were, um, globally Nier, but in Japan, two versions, near Replicant and near Gestalt, depending on whether you're playing on PS3 or 360. Um, one featuring a, a more effeminate younger protagonist and one featuring an old gruff dad. Um, for whatever reason, they assumed 360 players wouldn't be into Anime Boy, so they grizzled him up, made him look more like... Uh, what's his face from The Witcher? Geralt? Near Geralt. That's actually quite a close title. Anyway, um, so yeah, the version we got in the West when that came out on the PS3 and the 360 uh, in the rest of the world was the Gestalt version. So everyone who's played the English version of this game in the past has only ever played with Anime Dad. Um, and now we're, getting, now we're getting Near Replicant uh, in this updated version. So we all get the other one, no matter what platform you're playing on. Um, so... That's, I guess, the first first big change in this uh, is the main character is different and his, his kind of relationship to the other character, uh, Yona, is different as well because he's, he's her brother and not her dad. Um, but uh, other than that, it's, uh, I guess, like mostly a graphical update. So uh, the bones of the game are pretty much intact. Um, going back and, and sort of playing it, everything is exactly the way that I remember it. Um, just a lot prettier. Uh, and they've touched up the combat a little bit as well. So um, for the guys who haven't played it, obviously Jordan knows what I'm talking about. Um, it's uh, an action RPG that sort of mixes in a little bit of a little bit of magic and stuff. But it's you know in the it evolved in Near Automata quite a little bit. But in in this game, it's it was always kind of fairly basic. Um, but in doing this update, they've brought it in line with. With Automata a little bit more, it's a little bit more fluid and fast and you can move and charge magic attacks at the same time and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of like a just, a, just a modernizing of, you know, pretty much exactly the same game. So it's a good middle ground between drastically changing it or, you know, doing the, the lazy thing and just slapping like a new coat of paint on it. Um, but yeah, so the, the sections that I got to sort of check out, which were uh, a couple at the very big, towards the very beginning of the game, um, a couple of boss fights in an area called the Junk Heap. Uh, and then like a little bit of a taste of the second half of the game, which, uh, you know, they don't want anyone to spoil for anyone who hasn't played it before. But the game changes up quite a bit in the second half. Um, so I got to play around with a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. It's one of those it's one of those times where it's it it looks and plays like the game that I remember without being closer to the game that it actually was. Um, so you can, you know, if you're a fan of the original Nia, you can sort of 
keep on your rose tinted goggles because it it looks like what it looks like in your head uh, more than anything. Um, so yeah, so far it's a it's a good little update to what was a really good game that probably came out at the wrong time um, in the PS3 360 era for whatever reason they didn't trust the western audiences to enjoy japanese games as much as they actually wanted to um how so wrong they, they were they were very wrong um and i think in a, in a post near automata world people will appreciate this game for being probably slightly superior in quite a few ways yeah i, I um, think automata definitely opened the doors for something like yeah, this to happen yeah that's it um because jordan obviously you've played the original uh, not all of it. I played a bit of it, it, but I remember okay. thinking the gameplay was a little rough. And yeah, I never got back to it. It was, and like, it's it, it's hard to quite kind of make the comparison because it's been so long since I played the original. But like, it definitely feels everything just feels a lot more uh, open in terms of scope, like just the environment because they've been iterated on so much. They feel a lot more like real spaces and the combat okay. feels a lot more like, you know, actual action RPG combat versus like a close approximation of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, um, it, it looks and feels right. I guess it looks and feels like, you know, the game that they should have made or would have made the first time around if they could have. Um, so it's, it's pretty good. I'm pretty happy with, with how it's shaping up. Because, you know, there was always the opportunity for them to get it wrong and piss yeah, fans sure. off. But I think everyone's going to be really happy with it. Well, based on the, what you're saying, do you reckon you could also open up like a, a dialogue on a discussion about how sometimes revisiting old games allows developers to properly achieve the vision if they didn't quite nail it when they originally released the game? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's, I think like for, t- for me, that's what remasters and re- like re-releases should be, you know, it, you know, you've got a pretty big scope of different levels of remaster and remake out there. Um, but the best ones are absolutely the ones that sort of give you the original vision of the game in a new form. Um, and yeah, this is definitely one of those examples. Do you think that people who haven't played the original will still enjoy it? Or is it one of those remasters think, or remakes uh, that you kind of have to have the nostalgia for to be able to... I think anyone who liked, who played, who didn't play this but played Automata and liked it will love it. Yeah. Because um, a lot of the changes do bring it more in line with the things that they did better in that game. Um, and like, again, it's a personal preference, but arguably for me, the, the story in this is better um, than sure. Automata. If you... Uh, if you want a story that's a little bit more accessible, um, even though it's still crazy and, and weird and sort of obtuse and strange, it's it's a little bit more of a character-driven story than Automata was. Yeah. Um, so I think, like, yeah, m- fans who... Like, people who didn't play this but played Automata definitely will like it. People who haven't experienced either might still find it a little bit off-putting. Do you think it would um, be better to, regardless of timeline, go and play automata first and then maybe think about this based on how cheap that is and how readily available it is on different platforms probably yeah but um there is there is a timeline so it's it's only very tangential but there is one so um yeah i think everyone should play them 
So, yeah. Nice. Um, you also, so your preview's live on the website. I d- you yeah. You're going to go check that yeah. out. But you've also penned a little uh, opinion piece on uh, mm. something else. So I originally, I set out to just, after I wrote this preview, I um, I went back and reread it and I was like, oh, there's something I wanted to bring up in this that I didn't. And uh, I was like, maybe I'll just write like a little secondary news piece just highlighting this one feature that I thought was cool um, that they've added to the game. And I started doing that. And then I got angry about video games, (laughs) which I do every now and then. Um, Probably the reason I don't write too many opinion pieces. Um, But uh, so in in Near Replicant, in this new version, um, they've kind of brought over a feature that was present in Automata where you can customize the combat to play for you. Um, so there's an auto battle option. Um, and in that you can switch on different toggles so that your character either attacks on their own or uses magic on their own or defends and parries on their own or uses items on their own. Uh, while you're playing without you needing to, to use those inputs or you can switch them all on or any combination of them, um, which is a really, really cool feature because, you know, if, if like, for, for me, I'm, you know, all right at action games. I'm not amazing at them. I probably could learn how to defend and parry a lot better than what I do in pretty much every game I play that has a defend and parry feature. Um so the ability to switch on, you know, a toggle that does that automatically for me, while, you know, for some people that might sound like cheating, uh, it actually like feels quite good. It actually, you know, works for the way I play, which is just a button mash. Um, so it's cool to see a feature like that, you know, that sort of allows people to augment the combat system to something they're more comfortable with, especially in a game like Neo, where story is so important and it's got such a cool narrative and a cool world that some people might just want to get that out of it and not care about the combat or not be comfortable with action games. Um, so I wanted to write about that because I thought that was really cool. But uh, the, the problem I have with it and the the thing that set me off on a, on a little rant, um, which is a, a problem in a lot of video games, is that to use those options, you have to play on the easy difficulty. Um, so, so in order to you know, tweak the combat to something you're familiar with, you basically have to confess to the game that you're shit. Yeah. And take the hit to your pride uh, to use them. And which It's it's not quite as condescending as like um, the Wolfenstein and Dune games are, but like still having to read very easy for your preferred play style is still quite demeaning. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, in... You know, in, in, in the average game, that's already, yeah, it's it's quite um, belittling it, you know, to say that, well, you must be so shit if you're using these options. So we're going to lock you out of the regular person difficulty. Um, but then like doubly so in a game like this, where there's actually an element of the, the loot RNG tied to your difficulties. So, you know, certain materials and stuff are easier to get if you're playing on a harder difficulty it tilts the RNG in your favor. Um, and a lot of these items and materials and stuff are tied to doing side quests and upgrading weapons and, you know, a, a portion of like the, the completion of the game. So you 
can't be you can't easily be a completionist and take advantage of the new auto battle feature because you'll be playing on easy and easy and you know ironically be disadvantaged um so it's it's a strange you know thing to enforce on people in any video game let alone this one um and i just yeah i wrote a little piece you can read it on the website but it's basically just me whining about the fact that games you know game developers want me to feel like a baby if i take advantage of their assist you know their accessibility options basically um and there's, there's going to be plenty of people out there that maybe you want to play you know in a way that's comfortable to them but still want to be challenged um and it sucks that they can't have both um and this is in a game that lets you play in one-handed mode so it's really like at odds mm. um but yeah just i don't know uh, if any of you have thoughts about that but just, i did clearly I'm- <laughs> I've got a question just uh, on the names. So, Jordan, you got uh, you don't you're not a big fan of when they name them in yeah, a condescending ways. manner. So, okay, so let's let's take Wolfenstein for example. Do you think that they are bad? You shouldn't have said Wolfenstein because I knew he'd say something. Well, no, I did, I'm just curious because I think those names work in the tone of that game. Um. I, when it comes to Wolfenstein, I do think the names are part of the problem, but the big problem with Wolfenstein is the image that shows up when you select those difficulties. And yes, it's supposed to be tongue-in-cheek, but at the same time, they're, they're inadvertently throwing an insult to the player for playing however they feel comfortable. Yeah, but the, but the game doesn't necessarily change. Like... Like Kieran's talking about how the like for example the the loot's different or the the drops are different. I feel like a game like Wolfenstein, like the game is still the same game. Like you don't, you know. Get it's different. still you know a suggestion that you know towards the player though. Yeah. Like they have to they have to sit there on the on the title screen and willingly click on something that's making fun of them just to enjoy the game that they want. You know the way they want to. And you say it's tongue in cheek, but like the whole humor aspect of Wolfenstein is absolutely punching up towards, you know, mm. Nazis not punching down on players. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think uh, those little things, you yeah, you got to, I don't know. It's Maybe a small thing. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a small thing, but it's a culture. Like, you know, it's part of a culture of fucking... How do you, how do you feel when, uh, when you play a game? People pulling their dicks over how hard y- they play their games. And you keep dying, and the game tells okay, you Jordan. that you maybe you should drop it down. A difficulty. How do you feel about that? That's <laughs> fine. Game, that's a, that's, that's a, fine. a a gentle suggestion that maybe yeah. you're doing it on the wrong thing. Nah, see, that angers me more than most things. See, yeah, see, I, I disagree with that. I feel like the games tell me I'm shit, and I need to. I like what Nintendo does, where if you like down. keep dying, they give you like an invincibility item. Now here you go. <laughs> Just get through it, mate. Um. Isn't yeah. there? Hang on. Know. Isn't there? Um, is it one of the Metal Gear games? The the chicken hat. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a that's a physical item in game that you have to be wearing that is always there and always visible, reminding you how shit you are at the game. Yeah. How's how's that tickle you pickle, Jordan? Uh, I didn't think much of it at the time because I was a very different person in 2015 than I am now. Um, but looking so back Kojima. at it, uh, <laughs> but, uh, 
looking back at it, I I can see the humor side of it, but I can also see the people that maybe have a uh, not appreciated the the connotations of implementing something like that in the way it was. So okay, <clears throat> question for you then, Jordan, who loves those Dark Souls games? Do you think they should have an easy mode? Yes. Okay. Just, there's no two ways about it because you're not that like all the Dark Souls fans are like you you know you're compromising the vision of the developer and I'm mm. just thinking if a, the division of the developer is solely based on one set difficulty and cannot be moved at all then it's not yeah. a good vision and from if software the, don't the, design their games like that if the, if the developer's vision is gatekeeping that's not a good thing yeah <laughs> you could you could probably argue that for a lot of games that don't have difficulty options though I mean, I can argue against you with Monster Hunter that had, that was very inaccessible for a long time and it's accessible now and mm. it's better because of it. Yeah, yeah it, comes, it comes down to de- like the de- design as well, obviously. If you yeah. can design a game that's playable by people with a wide range of skill sets without having to arbitrarily up or, you know, decrease or increase numbers, then you've probably done a, a pretty good job. And it's it's especially hard in a case like the From Software games because they have pretty much an always online aspect. So any form of easy or accessibility mode might negatively affect other players where, you know, say an accessibility mode allowed players to have wider parry windows or, you know, better dodge timing, stuff like that. That negatively affects players that don't choose the accessibility options. Whereas if it's a solely just single-player thing, like in Nier, like in, say, Sekiro, or uh, if you were to do it in, say, you know, you're doing just solo Monster Hunter stuff, because it's not affecting anyone else, you have a lot of room to work with. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I take issue with that argument of, like, are you, you know, sacrificing the the vision of the developer as well? It's because, like, the... The developer's vision is still there. It's in the regular difficulty. Like, it hasn't gone anywhere. Obviously, in the, you know, it's different in the case of online games, like you said, but... Um, I think I'm yeah, 50 adding 50 extra 50 options doesn't take away options. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like, if so, like, I remember reading an article saying that someone had to apply some cheats just to get make Sekiro a little more comfortable for them so they could beat it. And I was like, you know what? If that's what you needed to feel more comfortable playing the game, go for it. You know, it's your experience. Mm. Okay. Fair it's enough. an interesting, Let's... it's an interesting argument, interesting discussion. That's probably going to go on for as long as games are. Yeah. Yeah, for existence. sure. Um, all right. Another quick uh, group discussion. Let's, oh no, sorry. Adam, you've been playing a game for review. Have you got Have enough you? to talk about it? Uh, yeah, I can. How hard is it? Or do you want to <laughs> gonna wait till next week? <laughs> Just tell us what yeah, it is. Yeah, I'll leave it till, till next week. It's, uh, no, that's going to be a secret. You've got to. It's obviously Sniper Dress Warrior contracts too. You've got it. Jordan, for fuck's sake, if you're, I asked uh, you. If you're in the Discord uh, channel, you can go to General. You can see what it is. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Alright, um, oh, it's, quickly... it's Craig Joyce. <laughs> all, of, wow. all of the enthusiasm just got sapped out of Kieran in three. three seconds. Wait, so, so you've been playing Craig Joyce? 
Again, Jordan, we're trying to it, keep an air of mystery about it's this. It's all right. Mate. I can censor it. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, all right, let's do our jorts for April now. I assume do our probably 90% uh, of these are going to be the same. So let's just, I'll read out some titles, um, some big ones, and then we can all just sort of jump just in. Just yell over each other. Pretty much. Uh, first person who says something after I say the name is the most excited for it. So, uh, so first game, so yep. April 1st. Oh. <laughs> We've got uh, Outriders, which I assume probably all, all four of us yep. are excited for. Adam, you're probably the most excited. Frothin, mate. Absolutely followed by, by Jordan, and then probably Kieran, and then probably me. Um, who is going to play it on Game Pass? I can't. You can't have played on. Don't you have Game Pass for PC? It's not on Game Pass or PC. Ah, uh, isn't it? Okay, well, that is a bit of a bummer. Cut that. Um, and Kieran is addiction bound to play it on PlayStation for trophies. Yep. Not even for trophies, just so that I don't have to switch on my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. I was gonna buy it on PlayStation, but uh, Game Pass is a uh, twist of my arm. It's a crossplay, right? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, why that's, not? Yeah, so that's why it saved me, what is it, 60, 70, 80 bucks, so that's uh, pretty good. All right, uh, next one, uh, April 6th, so we've got Oddworld Soulstorm, which... Yeah, boy. I think most of us? Yeah. All sure. of us? Yeah, I think we're all... Adam's one, I'm not sure on. I'm, I'm on a, I was well and truly going to wait until it dropped in price and play it maybe next year mm. and then they did the cheeky oh if you have a ps5 you can just have it for free through playstation plus uh so now it's just come to a day one situation cute so yeah i'll be jumping in for sure uh jordan do you have ps plus uh i scabble for a friend so i can play it through that nice nice yeah very cool uh yeah it's probably my most uh, anticipated game of the month so very keen for that uh, the next big game there's a couple probably actually probably maybe there's only three big games that I can think of uh, we've got Returnal on uh, on April 30 uh, again I assume all of us are excited for this oh yeah, yeah boy heck yes also did he really just skip over Nia after you just discussed mm -hmm. it? Oh, uh, well... I was yeah. going to wait until we finished talking about Returnal before I pointed out everything that he missed. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, no. Well, I'm just discussing the, the games that we'd all be uh, excited for. And then I was going to go around the room. Excuse me. Well. So, apology accepted. Um, I didn't apologize. Well, you did. With your eyes. Uh, yeah, so Returnal. Uh, I'm probably least excited. I'm not paying one hundred twenty-five bucks for it, but if uh, if the you. reviews are, are good enough, maybe it might loosen my. Yeah, I did think that, but we're all not keen for that. So, <laughs> the look of betrayal was wonderful. <laughs> um, sorry, yeah. So back on Returnal, yeah. Uh, I think oh, yeah. the reviews are going to have to be stellar to get me to part stellar. with stellar one hundred twenty-five. Stellar or higher. And considering I uh, predicted 77, that's not going to be a uh, 
enough. But uh, Adam, you're you're chomping at the bit for this. Absolutely cannot wait. The game has continued to look great, trailer after trailer, bit after bit that we've seen, and yeah, could not be more excited for it. Is that your cheeky? Is that your most anticipated game of the year? Yeah, I'd say so. That and yeah. that and Outriders were my my two big ones. So it's a pretty meaty month for me. Well, the rest of you is going to be disappointing, isn't it? No, mate. I'll probably just be playing those Bob two Bob. games for, for most of the year. So I'm I'm pretty all right. Karen, you're keen as well. Yeah, I, I, I can't I can't get a read on how keen though. Like, if you had to put a number on it, what what sort of how keen are we? Uh, Fahrenheit or Celsius? I reckon... No, I reckon it's my Go most ahead. anticipated for the month now. It's been... Uh, the, yeah. the hype has been... What, what would have been? The hype has been climbing. I don't know. Something else. Nice. I, I didn't... I didn't get it at first, but now now that I kind of get it, I'm, I'm pretty... Yeah. I'm pretty stoked to check it out. Is it worth $125? It could you? be. You don't know. No, I don't know. It's a very good point you make. I, I, you could I, wait for it to drop to 60 bucks in a year, play it and go, God, I wish I paid $125 for this. I could. And then who's you, the fool? So you did that with Godfall. Uh, do you regret paying $125 for that? <laughs> Not yet, because I still haven't played it. Have you played it yet? I thought you started <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, oh, I played like an hour of it. I played the tutorial. God, <laughs> No, you've what played you everything do? the game has to offer, mate. You know how many I'm telling games you right now, Kieran, quit while you're ahead. <laughs> I told you not to buy it, too. You should have waited until it was, like, free on PS Plus. I so want it. No, I, I'm happy with my purchase. What you want, you get. I'm supporting Randy, 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 Pitchford. Randy Pitchford's magic, uh, magic career. And I, I love that he's just a constant joke here because he's literally, like, the core subject of our first podcast. Uh, Randy, you silly bugger. All right, uh, let's go around the room. Um, Kieran, any ones that I've missed that we're all not keen for, that, but you are? No. All right, then. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> near Replicant, version yep. 1.22474487139 ellipses. Uh, I'm very keen to replay Judgment on the PS5 um, because that game is awesome. And after playing Yakuza Like a Dragon on PS5 in 60 frames, I can't go back. Um, Cozy Grove is a little game that I've had my eye on uh, that's coming out on PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One and is like a very stylized Animal Crossing-looking 2D top-down village sim. Um, yeah, I'm keen to check that out. Uh, and I am also very excited to play new Pokemon Snap, which is probably the only Pokemon game to, that has the pulling power to get me to come back to the franchise. Nice. Because it looks Jordan? fucking adorable. Uh, what are you, speaking what, of, what, Jordan. What else you got? Well, first up, there's Nia. Kieran, can you fill the rest in for me? Uh, it's near replicant version 1.22474487139 ellipses. Thank you, Kieran. Love you. Um, Love you. Ellipses. <laughs> I'm actually re- really keen for that. Uh, I've, I've been, you know, tentatively waiting for it ever since it was it's announced. 
Um, Near Automata is like probably one of my most highly regarded games. Uh, so it makes sense that uh, I'm keen for it. Uh, I am mildly interested in Judgment, just, you know, upset that it's not on coming to PC, but it's coming to Xbox. Uh, Returnal, we've already discussed, naturally. Uh, but the Final Fantasy 5.5 update, which also has the PS5 beta for it, I'm actually, uh, I'm pretty keen for. I gotta check that out. Nice. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, you just kind of stopped. Um, Adam, what do you? Uh, what else you got for us? Biggest release of the month, and I'm disgusted that no one else has mentioned it yet. Would be the comeback of a game from 2005, Star Wars: Republic Commando. Well, I left that for you. Is ki- thank you. Very gracious. Uh, I know you're just pinging off the walls to play it. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, fanging for it, mate. Absolutely fanging. Fanging and frothing at the same time. Deadly combo. Um, it's getting a release on Switch and PS4. I'll be getting on a PS4 because I don't really play my Switch a great deal. But didn't um, didn't uh, Apex Legends teach you that Switch is the best place to play uh, a shooter? <laughs> Absolutely. A first-person shooter should be home first on the Switch. Yep. You can, you can quote me on that. Uh, but no, Republic Commando was a game that was well ahead of its time it's kind of a rainbow six style squad based tactical shooter but set in the star wars universe um so if it came out today obviously it's re getting re-released this month but it if it was developed for today i think it would be massive massively popular um and i hope that the re-release sheds a bit of light on that for people who haven't played it yet because you should Kieran. I wrote that backwards just so you know. Yeah, it was very impressive. I know you love it deep down. Wake up, Zach. Are you saying deep down's coming in, in April? <laughs> uh, okay. what, what a riveting, uh, riveting segment of the podcast. Uh, thank you for that. So for me, uh, only a couple, couple games. Uh, Shadow Man remastered on PC. I'm keen to check out. Um, I did enjoy the original, but um, you would. Yeah, it looks kind of like just the same. It looks barely did, remastered. Did I just hear a very soft "you would" from Adam? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's totally oh, from Adam. That was a Kieran, okay. Uh, and. The I've lost it. Oh, uh, second extinction. The dino. The, oh, is that the, out in April? Yeah, the dino shooter on April twenty eighth. I play a dino shooter. Um, so yeah, I'm keen to play that. Look, looks like a new Turak. Is that Turak? the sequel? Is Turok? that the sequel? Turak. <laughs> it's called Turak a Turak. Is a dinosaurs, mate. Turok. Um, for those who don't know, Turak is a suburb in in Melbourne. Uh, Turak. 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 Uh, so yeah, Dwayne like Turok it. Johnson. It's a, <laughs> it's a three player, yeah, three player cooperative shooter. Yes, that comes out uh, April twenty eighth. Um, I wonder if it's on Game Pass. We should stream it. We should. Dinos, love dinos. All right, cool. That's uh, Jorts. Let us know what games you're keen for. Uh, use the hashtag 
little goody. Is it weird that for some reason goody. I thought that Second Extinction was the sequel to Extinction? Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> <that> me naturally. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Love that. I wonder if they're if they're working on a uh, sequel to that. Devil, okay. if they're not. Yeah. If they are, they're going to think of a new name. <laughs> they do. All right, let's go to some news. There's a little bit to talk about. So anything that's a bit... Oh, that picture. Anything that's a bit um, bit boring, we'll just skip through. Uh, Adam, you want to start us off with this Rocket League mumbo You said if it's boring, we skip through it. So yeah, No, so. I love Rocket League. <clears throat> no. Rocket League uh, got a spin-off game for mobile, or it will be getting one. It's going to release later this year uh, called Rocket League Sideswipe. Luckily enough, though, for Australians, which is all of us, um, there's a test going at the moment. So if you're an Android user, you can download and play it now. Uh, It's a simplified version. It's on like a a 2.5D plane, Uh, but it is actually a lot of fun. I'm sure once they monetize the shit out of it, it'll be slightly less fun. But at the moment, it's a real good time. Um, And on top of that, Rocket League Season 3 has been announced to start in April 8th. Uh, So they'll have a rocket pass. It's got uh, a new arena. It's got a new car that looks really schmick. And it has the the hitbox of a Dominus. So I'll be all over it. Uh, And also F1 cars and NASCAR cars, I guess, um, will be featured a little bit later on in July or May rather. Sorry. Um, So yeah. Keen to keen to get around all of that. Very nice. Uh, so a cool game that we played at PAX twenty nineteen, I think. Uh, Kung Fu Kung Fu Kickball. Uh, that is coming to early access on Steam on April thirteen. Uh, this game is heaps of fun. Uh, so we may. Yep. Uh, we may even play it together and maybe even stream it. Uh, I say may because we might not. Um, but yeah. Did you did, did you guys play Sports Friends? Yes. No. Yes. It looks like Pole Riders. Yeah. The game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time yeah. I think about it, I automatically think of Pole Riders first, and then I have to remind myself it's not that game. To be fair, yeah. in every pole context, riders? you think of Pole Riders, Kieran. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not bad. Give you points for that. Um, okay. Come for kickball. How good is Johann Sebastian's joust? Just quietly. (laughs) 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 Yeah, uh, come for kickball. It's basically, uh, like soccer, but you come through the and each other, I believe. You absolutely nailed that. It's exactly that. I don't want to know the mechanics of kung fuing each other. <laughs> I think well, that... first you kung them and then you foo them. <laughs> That's going to be our intro for the podcast. <laughs> well, it was hard to like... It's Yeah, whatever, man. Um, wow. Returnal has gone gold, so... Uh, it's definitely getting delayed if uh, Cyberpunk has taught us anything. So that yeah, the delay has gone gold. Um, so yeah. Uh, oh, I is... wanted to wait. I wanted to mention that there's a demo of food. Did you? Just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, lol. Uh, there's a demo for Kung Fu. There's a demo of Kung Fu <laughs> ball on Switch. <laughs> oh, <yes. God. laughs> 
was gonna say it, but I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so you should check it out. It might be on Steam as well, but definitely. Oh, on was Switch. it? What was the demo? Oh, on Switch was it? Oh, bomb. Mm. It's uh, probably on Steam. Um, yeah, cool. It is on Steam. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Return of Gone Gold. So it's definitely coming April thirty. <coughs> Excuse me. Speaking of delays, though, uh, Back for Blood has been delayed until October twelve, uh, with Turtle Rock and publisher. Who's publishing Back Back for Blood? Warner Brothers, is it? Whatever. Someone's yeah, you publishing. Have, you have to ask Adam. It's his baby. Yes. No idea. So that, I'm pretty sure, help? based on based no, on the tweet, yeah, yeah, it's one of those. But yeah, that has been pushed back. Uh, the usual sort of um, reason was just it's just so that they can make the game as best as it can be. Uh, there will be a beta coming uh, in the winter for for us. So if you're keen to see what Back for Blood's all about, you can check out the beta when that launches. Uh, what have we got here? Uh, Lord of the Rings Golem gameplay. We got a little, a little look at that. Um, it's pretty much nothing. Um, mm, it's very, it's very, short. very, very brief. It does look kind of like it looks kind of cool though. Um, looks like sticks. I'm, <laughs> it does a bit. I'm keen to see more. So I, I'm keen uh, for Zach to not get the trophy for beating the, uh, the tutorial. tutorial for Golem. Yeah, maybe that can be one of my pledges. <laughs> uh, you you really should have just made love that. You should have just made your pledge to uh, just bit get. the tutorial of sticks. Not even the game, just the tutorial. Probably still would have failed. <laughs> um, Mate, you should start a whole gaming outlet where all you do is review games after only beating the tutorials. That could be actually... That exists, actually. Does it really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on. So, uh, Oddworld Soulstorm is getting a very cool collector's audition. Um... It's two forty two forty nine at JB and EB, I think. Um, it includes a, a twenty two centimeter Abe figurine, a key ring, copy of the game, steel book. No, sorry, metal case. Sorry, uh, three art prints, an art book, uh, tribal stickers, and an Abe's hand tattoo. And it comes with a, a little pretty sexy box as well uh but if anyone wants to buy the edition and sell me the the art book just let me know uh and we can talk business remember when i do uh, that with siberia 3 yeah it's good and someone else did it with Homefront, big old lucky i from- i was told you wanted someone to buy buy the collector's audition and keep the art book and just sell anna the abe statue <laughs> yeah she's um i Put it to her that I was like, oh, this uh, this looks pretty good. I might I might buy this, and she's like, no chance. That statue is hideous. Um, <laughs> so, unfortunately, uh, he's not allowed in the house. Maybe I'll say the magpies. <laughs> yeah, the magpies over. brought it in from the neighbor's <laughs> house. <laughs> They're like storks, you know. They bring joy. Um, yeah, so that's getting... Uh, but that's not coming until July 17. I think I made that and date. Why did I never yeah, think that's... of magpies as the stalks of gaming statues? <laughs> uh, that's interesting that it's... The collector's edition is not coming until... July 6, sorry. Um, much later. Yeah, I mean, it, it must be a production thing, you'd, you'd think. I guess so. Um, maybe you know, maybe um, COVID is factories and stuff has impacted... I don't, I don't know. 
Um, Abe statues use the same chips as G- RTX 3080s. <laughs> uh, speaking of pre-orders and collector's editions and other stuff, you can now pre-order Biomutant. Excuse um, me, and a new uh, trailer came out, which looks very cool. I know we're all excited for that. Yeah. Um, and if you want, you can go grab the Atomic Edition from EB if you really want to show how much of a Biomutant fan you are. Um, they're, they're a hot item, so get them while they last. They are. A casual... How much are they? 600 bucks. $600. Yeah, five ninety nine. That is cheap. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> that, that's probably why you ordered two, Zach. Well, that is... Massive ex- fan. Fucking expensive. Does it come with a game? <laughs> Yeah, no, the game costs an extra two hundred. No, I couldn't remember if it was one of those editions that didn't come with a game. Nah, it, nah, it does. It does come with a game. Fuck, maybe it's like a bog pack. You get like four copies of the game. That is fucking wild. Uh, all right, <clears throat> Xbox also revealed two new colors for the controller: uh, Electric Volt, which Kieran is very excited for, uh, and Daystrike Camo, Red Camo, which, sure. Um, anyone keen on any of these two colours? I'd love I them would. to do that electric vault in a dual sense, please and thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I would buy that. So you like the vault? Yeah. I love the vault. Yeah. It, they they describe it as being like uh, inspired by active wear and sneakers and it very well looks that way because it has that kind of mm. that kind of shade to it and I think it looks sexy. See, I, when I first saw that, uh, I thought of an ice cream. And then I went on to Twitter and Jordan, your mate, Skill Up, I think he uh, tweeted the same ice cream. Hell yeah, see? It looks like, a, it are looks you like actually, the buller. Be real, is your name actually Ralph, not Zach? Well, I do like Raphael. He is my Ninja Turtle, so maybe. Maybe yeah, look, maybe. I'm not being off-put by the thought of it being an ice cream. That just kind of um, makes me want it more. Splicer, yeah. That, I was yeah, like, that the bullet like splice. Yeah, uh, but the red camo, I actually don't mind a little bit of red camo no. every now and again. Um, camo in the bin. But that is a, yeah. it's a pretty bum-looking controller. Um, all right, shout-outs to Xbox. I wish that. it was more effective camo so I wouldn't have to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Death's Door uh, has been announced. I haven't checked this out, so... Adam, you got you anything for us? It looks great. It's uh, published by Devolver and it's developed by uh, Acid Nerve. They're the people that did Titan Souls, which is an excellent little indie game. Great I game. love Titan uh, Souls. Titan Souls is brilliant. I I crack it out once every couple months just to, to play through it Tell again because it's a real good time. <laughs> um, but you this, this one is far bigger in scope. You play as a little crow whose nine to five job it is to more or less be the grim reaper and collect souls, uh, from the land of the living. And that isn't happening as much anymore because no one's dying of natural causes. Instead, they're turning into these big monsters, uh, like a, a giant anthropomorphic castle. Like we showed off the trailer. So good. It looks excellent. It's, and it'll just be a game full of huge boss fights and really fun combat. And it looks charming as shit. You play as a crow. Zach, you should be all over this. Yeah, um, Yeah, the game looks fucking excellent. And I'm sad that it's not coming to PlayStation. It's going to be Xbox and PC only. 
uh, it was announced during the the switches uh, the switches the um xbox indie showcase that happened recently but that was the standout you should go and have a look at the trailer it looks amazing i'll do that as soon as we stop recording i will watch that trailer good promise uh ratchet and clank on ps5 ps on ps5 is getting a 60 fps mode um yeah so the 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 ratchet and clank game from 2016 yes uh, is is being patched to play at 60 fps on ps5 sometime in april this is really good timing because I was planning to play it when I got to a new place anyway. Yeah, so. well, yeah. Well, the game is I, um, free at the moment. Yeah, it's well, free yeah. until, well, it won't be free by the time you're listening yes. to this anymore. So, so if you're listening, consider nah, this not your not warning. Not if I edit it super fast and we release it quickly. If you've hacked into the, the, to the recording before, before April 1st. If you're, yeah. If you're listening now, hurry up. Oh, it's too late. Um... <laughs> But uh, it's fairly cheap anyway, and it's worth it's worth every cent. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's getting a 60 FPS patch, which is awesome because I also was planning on playing it again soon, replaying it. I might even stream it or something like that. Um, oh. But I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are going to replay it in anticipation of Rift Apart coming out in June. Um, so I'm excited. Nice. Uh, sorry, probably hmm, I don't know if it's the biggest news, but it's. Fairly big issues, I guess. Uh, Sony are closing down the PS3, PSP, and PS Vita stores. Um, is it the web stores, or can you still access them? The web stores are pretty much gone already, aren't they? Yeah, but web you stores still, are gone already. Yeah, you can't access the store through the console. Like, no, so, so so this is once what, they get once they get taken down, you hmm. won't be able to access the store. You'll still be able to access your like the games you've already purchased mm-hmm. um but you won't be able to put in uh like any codes for wallet top-ups or anything like that it's it's just getting rid of the entire thing nothing's going to work from it and you won't be able to make in-app purchases either oh. so games that games that have um that have in-game dlc will no longer all those people supported. still spending real money on ps3 games are going to be real upset yeah. no man my ps3 version of destiny one who who's sad by this anybody i am because it's the last nail in the coffin of the vita it's it sucks for because it's a console that i wanted to buy back again because i'm devastated that i sold mine a few years ago um, but now there's pretty well no reason to do so because I won't be able to buy any of the, the games digitally and mm-hmm. finding them physically now is a pain in the ass. Um, but more so than anything, it's just kind of sucks for, for preservation, I suppose, because you just won't be able to play or get readily have available a whole lot of games that probably deserve to stick around. So that sucks. Um, luckily a lot of them have made the jump to PS4 or maybe then to PS5 or are mm. on, available on other platforms, but yeah, it, it sucks. And being someone who works in gaming retail, um, a surprising amount of people don't have modern consoles and by modern consoles, I include PS4 and Xbox one. A lot of people who live rurally still use PS3s and 360s, uh, and them not having the option to get things digitally does it does kind of suck 
And I know you have to move on eventually, but yeah, yeah it's a no. bit shit. No, you got to move on. Sorry. Surely. How much is a PS4? Still in like the high 200s. That's right. That's low pretty, 300s. That's pretty cheap, isn't it? Yeah, relative. I, I think most people nowadays won't want to be upgrading to a PS4. They'll want to wait out for a PS5. Yeah, I think you'll find there are probably a lot of people who are late adopters. So they'll jump on the PS4 now. There's a whole generation of games you know that they can play. Play all those and then the PS5 yeah, will be... PS5 is two birds with one stone. Um, yeah... But getting one and also spending 700 bucks is another thing. So, there you go. Six, 600 uh, to 750, but yeah. Okay. To 1200, depending where you get to, it from. To, to 20,000. Uh, Call of Duty. Uh, the new one is apparently called uh, World War One Vanguard uh, and takes Look. place in... No, World War Two. Is it 2 or 1? Two. Two. I was wrote this in as fucked it. Um, it wasn't me, I swear. Uh, yes, yeah, so sorry. It's called World War Two Vanguard and takes place in a world where World War Two never ended. So it's basically the sequel to Paradise Lost. Um, yep. They actually uh, played it and they're like, man, we want to make this with faster moving. Yeah. And, uh, and guns. And voice acting. Yeah. It's, and, it's, and it's the Tamarin of Paradise Lost games. And how good is Tamron? Uh, yeah, so... I'm pretty sure Kieran can tell you how good it is. So Not! Reading, reading from an IGN <laughs> article uh, where they give a shout-out to Eurogamer, but they've um, basically uh, written a report that... Uh, yeah, that it's called Call of Duty World War II Vanguard and it's been developed by Sledgehammer Games. Uh, Eurogamer says that Activision plans to stick with the Vanguard subtitle for the final version, but disagree, uh, disagrees with Modern Warzone's claim that the game takes place in an alternate timeline where 1945 wasn't the end of World War II. Instead, they believe Vanguard has a traditional World War II setting. Sorry, what's this? Sorry, I think Modern Warzone is a, is a Call of Duty site. It must be. I think so. Um, I just saw that. I assumed it was the title of one of the games. Um pretty close to one of the games so um sorry so yeah so yeah these two Eurogamer and Modern Warzone have basically uh wrote similar articles but one says that yeah one's uh, the World War 2 yeah, is up, finished up in the air to exactly so, how it's going to pan out um but yeah that's pretty much Call of Duty and there's some black no not black what's that going to come ba- Battlefield sorry uh Battlefield I read something about Battlefield there's some news about Battlefield so if you're keen for that game google it I'm lost. <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, that's, uh, yeah, so that's the end of the news. Let's go off topic. Ghost of Let's Tsushima is getting a movie. Oh, did we miss that one? Yeah. Yes. Did we? Fuck Ghost of Tsushima is getting a movie. It is, uh, and it's getting directed by the same dude behind the, John Wick. the three John Wick films. So the combat scenes should be mint and that game's already cinematic and takes a lot of cues from Japanese cinema so hopefully so, it translates well so Kieran will fall asleep then what yeah huge because you, you, you love John Wick 
It was me that fell asleep. No, I'm pretty sure I also fell asleep. <laughs> John Wick sucks. Oh, fuck. Fuck yourself twice, mate. You Don't are, worry, Kieran. You I love you, bad. boys. Thank you. Dumb. All right. Um, cool. Do we have a date on that? Like a rough date? No, 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 no. Nothing that no. even resembles one. It was announced that they, it was in the works. So not even pretty. I really hope they just the get, um, I really hope they just get Daisuke Suji to play Jin. Yeah, like he does in the same. game. And I want to see him get naked and get into a... Absolutely. Uh, he said on Twitter that he's keen for, keen to do it. So keen to get naked. Get his ass out then. Let's see it. Aren't we all keen for him to get naked, really? Like everyone on earth? Yeah, go on. I don't know who it is. I would need to see this person's face. To uh, Classic Zach Jackson. Judge, Always got to see the face before, face before, before the ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, you Not me. ass. And I might recognize it, but yeah. Um, all right. Uh, off topics. Anything? Uh, anyone got anything? Uh, yes. I'm stressed out and I'll hopefully be less stressed out next week. Is that the way is the move in between now and next podcast? Yes. Good luck, mate. <laughs> so uh, I've been at this place for 16 years. So, uh, it's a kind of a strange feeling knowing that I'm not going to be here for much longer. It's all right. New pastures. New yeah, chapters. Say that like you were dying. <laughs> I'm, you never it's know. Strange, might it's a strange feeling of knowing I'm not going to be here much longer. Yeah, it's called foreshadowing, mate. Yeah. Jesus, how morbid. Well, uh, good luck with On that note. Jordan? Uh, the only thing I've got for you is I started watching a TV show on Binge called The Undoing uh, with oh. Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant and... Wouldn't it have uh, been better to coincidence. control Z? What's that? Oh, no, Jordan. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I had a serious um, remark. I was just going to say it's a coincidence because I just finished watching a film called The Doing. Oh, really? You <laughs> <laughs> um, was a little poor <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, it's actually pretty good so far. I'm three, four, three or four episodes in. Um, it's actually yeah, pretty pretty cool. So you're yeah, pretty cool. It. Thank you. Um, so what's better than being basic, isn't it? <laughs> um, so. You know, cool I actually felt bad when I was editing that. I was like, man, I cool shouldn't have said that. And basic. <laughs> But at the yeah. same time, it really tickled Adam, so it was worth it. Yeah, nah. It was a highlight. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> loved Cheers. it. Um, Adam, have you... Have you any interest in, in, in Invincible? Have you watched... Yes. No, I haven't watched uh, any yet, but I am insanely... I only just discovered that it existed it. and we've watched the, the three that are out. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm. I, I haven't decided whether I want to watch the available three or just wait until. There's I'm more so to upset watch. that there's not more. So I think. See, that's. I know that's what I'm gonna do. So I think I'm gonna give it some time to breathe and then come in when there's a whole shitload of episodes for me to get through. But I am insanely excited to to watch it though. Good. Because if it if it takes, 
pretty much anything from the source material, it'll be great because the Invincible comics are mint. There you go. Oh, I, f- I finished watching The Boys. I, I f- finally finished off season two and now I'm in the same camp as everyone else who's watched that show and just cannot wait for more episodes for a season three because the show's fucking excellent. You're excellent. Oh, thanks, man. Well, hmm. there you go. Uh, I guess I'll have to get on it. Get on, get the on boys. you. Get on the boys, mate. Oh, well. Yeah. Get up, then, boys. Whoa, fuck. Hang on. <laughs> wow. Get up, then, what, boys. What, what, what right. direction this is taken? I'm glad I don't see anything questionable. <laughs> All right. So let's call it. Wrap it up. Wrap the boys up. Yeah, perfect timing. I mean, wrapping the boys up is the responsible thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Wrap them boys up. (sighs) Wrapped up for her or his pleasure. So thank you for joining this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, If you want to check out any of the content, go to www. Thanks for being inclusive in your sexual innuendo. Uh, There is... couple of things that we haven't spoken about uh, that will be on the website uh, one uh, another new the new guy Nathan Hennessy is doing a review for Arkham Horror Mother's oh. Embrace apparently it stinks ah. um, well codes didn't go out to a launch day so uh, not hardly surprising like Battle in Wonderworld yeah well we're not even going to review that because no one wants to touch that turd nobody um, wants a seizure in the <laughs> final boss battle all that uh, and there was something else, but don't... Actually, before we go, it's funny you mentioned Battle and Wonderworld because I almost put my hand out to review it just so I can finally review another bad game. Do I Didn't ex- you just review Monster Hunter? <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Take that. Hot take. Oh, the other thing is if you listen... You've already listen. done, like, the sign-off. No. <laughs> Why are you still talking? No, if uh, it's before... Five o'clock, seven o'clock. Uh, we've got a Blizzard. We're giving away copies of Blizzard's arcade collection on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Details on the website. Have a good weekend. Uh, stay safe and wrap them up. Don't forget to get up the boys. Bye. Ciao.